Hey, I'm Gilda. And I'm Steph, and this is Saturday Night High. It's the podcast where we get very high and we talk about Saturday Night Live. And tonight is a very special episode because Steph and I just watched the season 47 premiere together in the same place. Rare. Very rare. Very rare. And we are about to fucking do this. So let's fucking go. So fucking high right now. Yep. Literally did not think Owen Wilson would be this exciting. No. So yeah, tonight we're covering season 47, episode one. It obviously aired tonight, uh, Mm -hmm. or yesterday, rather, uh, October 6th. Second, 2021. <laughs> uh, as you've said before, time is fake. Yes. Um, and it was hosted by Owen Wilson, and the musical performances, uh, the musical guest was Casey Musgraves. Yes, and there were a lot of, not a lot of, but there were three new cast members, or not cast members, rather. Uh, featured featured players. Um, who had a lot of airtime in this episode, and... Uh, Kate was not in this episode because she was in Australia filming some sort of Joe Exotic movie. I don't know. Um, so who were the three new cast members? Oh, yeah. So we have, uh, Aristotle Athari? 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 I'm not really sure about that one yet. Let us know, guys. Um, Sarah Sherman and James Austin Johnson, who made quite the splash, I thought. (laughs) Uh, yeah, he had the best debut of a cast member in recent history. There are also ten new writers this season. Mike DeCenzo? Yep, we're going to go with DeCenzo. Billy Domino, Alex English. Martin Herlihy, who is the son of Tim Herlihy, who was an SNL writer and wrote a number of... Adam Sandler movies, Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, The Waterboy, etc. The early ones, the good ones. Uh, John Higgins, Vanessa Jackson, Tisha Kondrat, Ben Marshall, Jake Nordwind, and Ben Silva. But yeah, so... Ready? Yeah. Let's so do it. The cold open... Featured a new Biden, which we knew was coming, but we didn't realize it was going to be James Austin Johnson. His first fucking scene is the first episode, it, first sketch. Like, wow. The camera opened on him. It was like the se- it was the presidential seal, and then it was him. He said he had had a bad summer. It wasn't Cuomo bad, which I, I giggled at. Um... He said he was going for the vibe of, like, don't think about me until you absolutely, you know, have to. Which is generally where you want a president to be. You don't want to have to think about the president all that often. We had Cecily Strong as uh, Kristen uh, Cinema, Kirsten Cinema. Fuck. I can't remember which it is. But anyway, she's a fucking disgrace, and uh, she's not a Democrat. She's not a fucking liberal. She's... Flying off to have fundraisers with donors who want to tank democracy. So, fuck her. Um, there was a line, um, does she look like all the characters from Scooby-Doo at the same time? Yes, uh, she does. <laughs> that was pretty fucking funny. But I also felt like she looked like a lot of the characters that Cecily has been playing. Yeah. 
recently. I mean, yeah, and that is, I mean... That's, like, her only... Uh-huh. I've said it, I mean, I've been very honest that I didn't really enjoy Cecily when she joined the show, but I have come, I've become a Cecily stan, like, I love her, but very bobblehead blonde was how she kind of, that was what she started with, and it was like, I don't know, not my favorite, but... Still, she's great, so whatever. Like, she could be really funny, but I just wish that her characters were a little bit more... I don't know. Yeah. Um, there were so many cast members oh, in this. Fuck, there were. Egon Wodom was Ilhan Omar. Um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez was Melissa Villasenor. Who I was lucky enough to see this past summer. She did a short stand-up tour, and it was fucking rad as hell. Um, Yeah. Uh, A.B. 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 Bryant! Bryant. Woo! <laughs> um, she was portraying Joe Manchin, who, yeah, thought it was Ted Cruz, realized it was Joe Manchin once they said West Virginia. Pete Davidson reprised his role as Andrew Cuomo. Um, something about Italian families and something about creeping, your ha- creeping their hands up your back. And I was just like, yep, nope. Too familiar, let's go. Keep moving. But Melissa Villasenor at the Life from New York, she looked looked happy. She looked good. She did, and it was good to see her feel that way after she was like, oh, I'm not going to return. Excuse me, do not knock our donuts to the floor. We will be very upset. Uh Uh-huh, here. Got him. (laughs) <laughs> I'm very good with a squirt bottle these days. That's um, <laughs> our boxes. It's fine. Uh, we then went into Owen Wilson's monologue, and the first thing I noticed was that there were no dividers between the band members this year, and I was like, fuck, this feels so normal. Ah! It's great. Sorry, I just threw a pen that contains a pumpkin spice cart. It's very tasty. Very tasty. Holy fuck. It, it's like... It's like smoking a pumpkin spice latte. It's great. It's so fucking good. Really makes me cough, though. But <laughs> it's worth it every time. It is. It so is. Um, so Owen Wilson, yeah, he was, like, really excited to be there. You could tell. Um, and he, I had one of his quotes written down, and that's when I knew I had to do Cars 3. <coughs> that sent me. Um, and he said, oh, he said ka-chow, which I was trying to explain to Gilda how that was, like, a meme in, like, maybe, like, June 2021. Um, ka was just a meme. I can't really explain it any other way. Um. <laughs> I was walking. I was finishing. <coughs> Excuse me. It's that pumpkin spice. <laughs> it is that. It's that pumpkin spice. You know how it be. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, um. I was walking, I was getting a donut, and I walked over here to, you know, finish my donut, sip my uh, spiked seltzer, and uh, finish, and Steph, Steph just said, kapow. Kachow. Kachow. <laughs> fuck. Kachow. Um, and I was like, what the fuck does kachow mean? I did not understand that. I was... Beyond, I was far too old for, well, not far too old, but I was at the age that, like, it wasn't really cool to be going to Pixar stuff. That being said, it just wasn't my interest at that point. Like, I liked it before, I like it now, but that was the nah stage, so. 
Yeah, well, as a huge Pixar fan, I will say Cars is my least, not my least favorite, that's pretty harsh, but it's not innovative at all. No. <laughs> I've, seen, I've, seen, I've seen the first one, but that's it. And uh, yeah, no, it's not my thing. Yeah. So. Um, but to basically become knowyourmeme.com for a second, um, Kachow was like Neiman Queen's like catchphrase. He would just say Kachow at the camera, you know, as he's trying to win the Piston Cup or whatever. And somehow Kachow became a meme. I, I saw it first on, like, Instagram, like, Finsta, um, you know, a lot of, like, 19-year-old boy humor right there is in that, so it's understandable that, um, not everyone's familiar with it, but it's also understandable that <laughs> SNL is months late to this whole Kachow <laughs> craze. I mean, they've been on hiatus, so yeah, I get it. I feel like, I mean, I'm not sure, I said June, but it could have been earlier, I need to... Like a um, graph or something. Excuse me. Oh, Lord, this is going to be a long episode. Um, <laughs> so we then went into a morning show called The Talking, which it was four women hosting a talk show, Cecily Strong, A.D. Bryant, Ego Nordum, and Heidi Gardner, and... They were on air, and Mikey Day comes out, and he's like, uh, Wait, I thought that was Owen Wilson. Maybe it was, a, yeah, it was Owen Wilson. She's like, <laughs> listen to me, okay? I had a lot of trouble, especially, oh my god, when, in the very first shot of this episode, I was like, who, which white man is this? Okay, so literally, it looks like Daryl Hammond. It looks like a fucking young Daryl Hammond. Do they have part of a donut? Oh, guys, it was my band-aid from when I sliced ah. my hand open. That was the thing that happened earlier. Let's not go into it. Ow, fuck, I just leaned on it. Anyway, um... Did you put band-aid on No, after. After. <laughs> not right now. Um, it was the one from before when we were playing Mario Kart. Yeah. Anyway, so, the talking, and Owen Wilson came out and was like, yeah, so, um... You got COVID? And this was a reference to last week on The View when Kamala Harris was about ready to have her first in-studio interview and two members of, or two, uh, two of the hosts of The View tested positive for COVID and had to be pulled from the air as this was going on. Uh, I thought it was funny. Um, Amy Bryant kept mentioning that her husband was well-endowed. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was funny. I didn't, I was not familiar with this situation, um, that we were referring to here, but it was something else, honestly. Um, Owen Wilson was like, oh, I'm going to discreetly put my hand on the head of the person who has tested positive <laughs> so that way nobody in the audience knows. And it was just like, he was, it was funny. He was... Well, funny bad doctor. And they're like, oh, uh, can we go to commercials? And no, we ran out. Of, you ran out of commercials? <laughs> and Owen Wilson, but then Owen Wilson pulls Cecily Strong off screen, and he's like, oh, you have HPV. And he's like, she's like, wait, it can't be on TV? And he's like, nope, not with that. And it was like, wait, what the fuck? Like, yeah. that, felt, that felt weirdly shamey and stigmatizing, and this is coming from someone who has gotten the fucking HPV vaccine, but like... 
It's like, actually, you can be on TV and have HPV. Yeah. Not that, that I have experience in either of those. No. <laughs> no. Same. But, but it was I'm just, sure it's possible. It was out of left field. It was like, wait, what? That, where did that come from? Yeah. That was just an odd joke to make. And then at the end, it was like, oh, it was false positives, except for the HPV. Ha ha. Like, what? Didn't really like that. Um, and then we went into a sketch that started out and it was like Star Trek and you're like, ooh, what's this? Turns out it's Star Trek Ego Quest and it's um, Jeff Bezos played by Owen Wilson. Uh, this was pretty good. It was pretty great. A nice response to what happened earlier this uh, year. Yeah, when we had just had a bunch of rich white men racing into space just to see who could get there first. And, yes, we had uh, Heidi Gardner as Wally Funk, who her intro was, I'm tired. Um, <laughs> we had uh, Alex Moffat as Richard Branson. It was mentioned it was a midlife crisis of cosmic proportions, and I thought that was just absolutely fucking perfect and hilarious. And then Mikey Day as... Elon Musk, which I loved. It was so on the spot. It was per. It was great. It was fucking hilarious. Yep. Yeah, Mikey Day. He's great. I wish he was. I, I more, wish. Yeah, I honestly. wish we saw more of him tonight. He is honestly one of my favorite cast members at this point. Hearts to Mikey Day. Yes, big Mikey Day fan. Our next sketch was recording for Cars Four <laughs> at Pixar. Um, and this was Owen Wilson, obviously, with Mikey Day, yay, and Punky Johnson, yay. Yeah! Um, and this is when Owen Wilson says ka-chow, and people clap, um, <laughs> and he goes in to read the lines for this film, which nobody's seen the full script, um, so he's just going in and cold reading them. And then, like, no one's seen the full script, but it starts out pretty normal, but then it, like, takes a weird turn to, I didn't touch your daughter, she came on to me. Which, what? Um, no, no, that's not how that works. Grow up, man, your sister sure did. Uh, something about what college do you go to, but then it went into, like, the R word, and... Yeah, that... I w I'm not saying that shit. No. So then, um... Well, then it seemed like Lightning McQueen got accused of, <sighs> like, rape or something, um, which was a pretty drastic turn, but I thought comically pretty great. Um, James Austin Johnson was <laughs> Larry the Cable Guy, and he did a pretty good job. He's yeah. good at this. As, yeah, this is this is a solid showing. He sounded and looked like Larry yep. the Cable Guy. Um so it was pretty jarring to see him used so prominently in the first episode, though, it you know? It really was. With such a large cast, I really, I, I, I'm surprised, but apparently, according to Twitter, there were things that were cut that were amazing and that maybe the dress show was better than the real show, or the real show, the live <laughs> show. So... I mean, maybe there were some more, maybe there were some other cast, like, uh, pre not pre-existing. You know what I mean. I'm not sure that I do. Um, 
cast members that were already in the cast. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, like there, <laughs> like there, there may have been other sketches that had right. other cast members in it, and it just seems like it was a new cast member heavy heavy episode be- based on what sketches were chosen. So, right. you know, may, may, we don't know yet. I just thought after like last season, I was squinting to see all the featured players. Um, that's what they are, right? Yes. Yeah. I'm so I'm twisted right now, dude. It is. <laughs> We, we, yeah, it's, it is, it's been a wild couple days. Um, but yeah, basically the sketch ends with Owen Wilson, um, being like, I'm not doing this movie, this is horrible, and then they show him the paycheck that Disney has mm-hmm. for him, and he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll say whatever you want. We then moved into a, uh, district school board <laughs> meeting, which was... Uh, the first motion was to make Robert E. Lee middle school. Robert E. Lee was bad middle school, which like, <laughs> that was perfect, actually. It, it so was. It was so good. Um, Cecily Strong was a uh, concerned and also crazy constituent or mother. I can't remember which, but it well, was. She was funny. not a mother, actually. Oh right, she was not a mother. Yeah, um, this sketch was kind of all over the place. It had a lot of cast members in it, playing a lot of roles that we've kind of seen them in, like, actually, no, not really, because I don't think we've ever seen, um, Bo and Yang with the blue dreads, but... (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, you're right on that. Kyle Mooney and Dismukes as the teenage boys. Yeah. It was actually really funny. I loved Uh, it. We had Punky Johnson as a mother and Chris Red as her teenage son, and she's like, why is my son being excluded? He got the vaccine. What vaccine did you get? Mike's hard vaccine. This is not eligible. No shit. Um, Heidi Gardner was talking about critical race theory. There was an ivermectin sort of yes, joke. Yes, Mikey Day. Yes. But it wasn't ivermectin. It was like some elephant. It, it was an elephant sperm enhancing. Drug, yeah. And his son had no adverse effects to it. So why weren't they all being given that? Which is just actually what happens in real life. Um, yep. So Chris that that's in the show. Um, Owen Wilson was a science teacher who has been segregating his class by race because he thought that separate students six feet meant segregate. I don't know. It was really, he, he, he comes on and he was all like, I don't want to do this. This is bad. I don't think this is right. And they were like, yeah, no, that's horrible. Actually don't do that. And then he came back and he was like, yeah, so the kids actually want to stay doing this. So getting sued. Um, yeah, he came back. They want to keep it. No, no, they can't. Um, so, Amy Bright came out and said something about teens, and she was upset that teens were vaping and analing each other. And I'm like, this was, it was, the sketch was just fucking crazy. And then we had Pete Davidson. <laughs> as Dog the Bounty Hunter, who has for some reason joined the hunt for Brian Laundry. So, yeah, we went there. Yeah. 
Um, Kenan Thompson played Scary Gary Lewis, who really just wants his haunted house to be approved, but it's not going to happen for him. Um, we had Melissa Villasenor, Chloe, I think it was Chloe Feynman, and Lord, I didn't write it down. We just had three cast members, could be women, could be not, I don't remember, uh, singing a song. <laughs> and it was about science being scary. Sorry, I had to get water. I have a severe case of cotton mouth and I am out of non-alcoholic fluids. So needed water. Um we have... This is where my notes got bad. <laughs> I literally just wrote too long. <laughs> this one this was still during the uh school board sketch, uh-huh. correct? Yeah, no. At this point, I'm pretty sure I was doing something with uh, my fucking wild lions. So let's move on to Casey Musgraves, who performed Justified. Um, it was uh, it was a good performance. Uh, my coworker thinks, and I agree, that Casey Musgraves is starting to make the pop crossover like Taylor Swift did. Sounds moving like country it. to pop, and I'm here for it. Yeah, I really liked the lyrics to this. I don't know what I was expecting, but this was better, honestly. (laughs) Um. And, uh, yeah, during this performance, it appeared that uh, Casey Musgraves was not clothed. Except for her cowboy boots. Except for her cowboy boots and the guitar that covered seemingly all of the uncovered bits. Um, Some have noted this was... Maybe she was channeling Jenny... From Forrest Gump? I don't know. But regardless, it was a look. I'm here for it. Yeah, I didn't notice it the first time that I watched this. Uh-uh, me either. And I think that's a testament to how good of a performance it was and how good the song is. That literally I was not looking at Casey Musgraves' body. I was just like, God damn, I love this. Yeah, I didn't even realize there was a naked lady on the screen. Which, I mean, Jesus, the fact that neither of us realized that. Impressive. Very. And we went to make an update, which everyone was really excited for in the audience, of course. Yeah. Um, we had uh, Colin Jost made a joke about Joe Biden having a an initiative. Uh, he said it was surprising that a guy with a stutter would have an initiative called Build Back Better, which, all right, fine, that's not, that's not nice, but it was funny. Um, yeah, Colin just also, like, compared this year's premiere to last year's, where it was, like, the day where we all found out Trump had COVID, and there was the election, and a bunch of other shit happening. I don't remember. Oh, that's what that says. I My, my handwriting was so messy at this point. Yeah, it was, uh, unlike last year's premiere, where it was like, have fun, the president might be dying. Yeah, um, and he's like, this year, the big story is infrastructure, so you're going to need to pretend to be excited for this joke. Um, I yeah. That was more funny than the punchline, to be honest with you. Absolutely. Uh, there was a joke uh, that Michael Che made about R. Kelly and how his sentencing, even though he was found guilty, his sentencing was delayed until next May. His lawyers had gotten that done because it was one more school year. And, oh, no, but... (laughs) Yeah. um, (laughs) Colin Jost was addressing Catholics who 
have been using religious exemptions as a reason not to get the vaccine. And he said nothing's more Catholic than letting someone else die for their sins. Uh, that was great. Uh, we had Ego Nodamon as a black woman who has been missing for 10 years. And I thought this was a pretty good character to have on Weekend Update. She had some good points. And it was pretty funny. Um, I liked this bit. Yeah, uh, a line of hers in this was that uh, it was Gone Girl, uh, that there's been Gone Girl, Gone Baby Gone, where in the world did that Gone Baby Gone? Uh, yeah, I laughed way too hard at that. I also laughed at the three billboards joke, which, I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also wrote down that at the end of this, Ego Nodom looked, like, not... She looked kind of pissed at Michael Chai making the whole, like, R. Kelly, like, jokes. Yeah. She didn't look thrilled with that. So, um... I wasn't either. Nope. <laughs> Whew. There was a joke about... Well, yeah, let's not even talk about that anymore. Either. Mr. Goofy's <laughs> wild colonoscopy. Oh, God. <laughs> um, <sighs> Pete Davidson... Was on. I like this a lot. This this was yeah. Um, he uh, he made a joke about uh, so fuck. It was something about the eighties and songs about the boys being oh him wearing a dress at the Met. Yeah. So he um, first of all he comes on. He's wearing a shirt with Norm Macdonald on it. Yes. And fucking loved it. Yeah. Then he's talking about how like his uncles don't really approve of him wearing this dress or painting his nails, which he sometimes does. And he shows a picture of his uncle in the 80s. Um, and the picture was like, you know, guy with long hair, short shorts, whatever. And he says that the 80s were the most homophobic and gay time ever. <laughs> and that was really accurate. Like, I've never heard somebody explain it so well. I never lived through the 80s, but that's just accurate. I mean, I didn't live through the 80s either. I certainly was closer to living through the 80s than you, but I still didn't do it. Um... Yeah, songs about boys being back in town and, like, winked at the camera. He said he went to the Met dressed as Tilda Swinton on Casual Friday. He was so excited to give that punchline, too. Mm -hmm. It was great. It really was. Um, there was something about the uh, threesome doesn't end until the kingdom comes. I can't remember what that was. In oh, yeah, so a Colorado woman oh. was using OnlyFans and claiming to be having threesomes with God because oh. they prayed before sex. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's not how that works. Also, weird. Yeah. Um, don't... What, what are we praying for? Yeah. That, that's <laughs> not how that works. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, okay. Threesome doesn't end until that kingdom comes. And then Weekend Update ended with uh, a tribute to Norm MacDonald, which was a compilation of... Colin Jost and Michael Che's favorite Norm Macdonald jokes, and I really thought that was a perfect way to pay tribute to him, was to just let him speak for himself. Yeah, it was really touching to see, and they ended it with this, like, he said goodnight. Mm -hmm. um, and then the next sketch was, like, a funeral. Uh, this had the preacher Owen Wilson, and the funeral was for this old lady... Miriam, played by Heidi Gardner, uh, in the pictures, because that's all we have, because she's dead, you know. <laughs> like, Heidi didn't really do that much acting for this, to be honest with you, but <laughs> not to 
say her, she didn't do much, but it was not, it was just wasn't acting. So, anyways, her character was this like Atlantic City like daily gambler basically and she wanted this singer to come from there to be at her funeral and it's Keenan Thompson he thinks Peter Pan bus lines which is like such a great regional joke oh my fucking god I left yeah he's portraying LeVar B. Burton yeah and then he starts to sing and the grandchildren of Miriam who's Cecily and A.D. Bryant I think at this point are saying, hey, um, isn't this I Believe I Can Fly, R. Kelly? And they try to put a stop to it, but it's like, no, this is what she wanted. And they're like, okay, you know, maybe she didn't know. But then there's that whole slideshow. Of her with Louis C.K., with uh, Donald Trump, with Bill Cosby. They went really hard on the R. Kelly jokes tonight. I don't understand. Yeah. Like... Okay, I get mentioning it because it's relevant, but, like, this is, like, what, the third time it's come up? Yeah, in just this episode. I'm like, I didn't think anything happened in the R. Kelly. I mean, I knew he was found guilty on all of the sex trafficking slash sexual assault slash racketeering stuff. I don't know what the exact charges were, but I know racketeering and sex stuff was one of them, and he's a fucking pedophile. Did that happen this summer? I feel like that happened three that years happened ago. Like, no, it happened like this past week. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, no, it happened like while I was at work. Oh. We were all like, hey, did you hear what happened? Yeah. So, probably sleeping due to your past work yeah. weeks. Yeah. Uh, we had... Casey Musgraves with her second performance. Uh, she performed Camera Roll. I am definitely checking this album out. Um, this had Taylor Swift vibes. Oh, it totally fucking did. She was barefoot, which I always love. <laughs> I did not notice that. Um, and also the last sketch ended with Keenan Thompson singing Ignition and oh. also laughing as he was doing it, which right. was nice. Sorry. <laughs> Just to give credit to R. Kelly. Ooh. Uh, yeah, so then we went into Fox NFL, and I truly thought for a second that this was a legitimate sports <laughs> broadcast. I don't know. I, I was just taken aback by this. So, there was some cat wrangling going on during this episode, and I came back into the room, and I was like, oh, it's a football sketch, and I'm like, oh, who are the who are the commentators? And Steph was like, what? I, I don't know. And it was like, oh, okay, so... Bliff slip slash addition to tomorrow morning's episode. Anyway, um, yeah, this was... uh. The entire time, they just kept plugging this new Fox show called Crazy House. Yeah. And giving details about Crazy House. Which, it was two three influencers, two of which were human women and one of which was a massive puppet yeah okay (laughs) yeah and then we cut to um Heidi Gardner she was like I guess in the stadium or whatever as a correspondent but she was just asking questions about crazy house she was like did I just see Stacey Abrams with a monster puppet (laughs) um because yeah we did see that we did um and then they said that in crazy house they fight for social justice uh, they fight for social justice by playing for points 
which I guess is maybe some sort of Squid Game illusion. I don't know. Didn't see it. Nope. We thought about watching it last night, and then we were like, nope, we're both way too fucking high for this, and there's no way we'd sleep, so no. Um, but soon. Soon. But, yeah, I, it's like I'm excited to watch it, but... Not in the middle of, like, a fun, happy weekend. Gosh, no. Not like, the mood. No, no. This is not the mood. Next weekend, maybe, but not this weekend. Yes. Um, <laughs> we went into Robinson's mail-in stool testing, which was the 10 to 1, and I understand why. Yeah. Um, it was super New York, New Jersey. It was like a mail-in... Yeah, it was mail-in poop. It was mail-in poop. We'll test it, and then we'll get rid of it. And it was just euf- different euphemisms for that. Because it was introduced Mukes and Sarah Sherman as... Sarah Sherman's as the husband and wife who have this little stool testing business. And they were doing this commercial with Owen Wilson as the director. And then Aristotle, that was his only role in this sketch... Which I thought was, I mean, I wish there was more for him this episode, but hey, things get cut. It is what it is. As their mailman who brings the poop to them. (laughs) Yeah, they asked him if he minded carrying, and he's like, I don't mind. I don't mind at all. And it was honestly probably the best part of that sketch. I love Chris Redd. He's funny. Yeah. It was good nights. Um, A.D. Bryant was wearing... A shirt in support of the IATSE union, which was great to see. Um, Conjos was for some reason not wearing a mask. Confusing to see. Um, yeah. Yeah, he was holding a sign saying, We'll miss you, Ken. I haven't. Oh, that's, um, that's Conjos who was holding that? I thought that was. Um, somebody else. Fuck if I know. I don't know. I said, We'll miss. It. I could be wrong. There was a sign that said, we'll miss you, Ken. Um, Mystified me. Yeah. I believe the exact quote was, who the fuck is that? Um, Yeah, I don't really know. Like, wear a mask or don't, yeah. Anyway. So, there was a cut for time. And we know why it was cut for time. (laughs) First half was rough. It was titled Splitting the Check. Yes. Uh, it was Owen Wilson, Heidi Gardner, Egon Wodum, Alex Moffat, Keenan Thompson, and Cecily Strong. Yes, and Aristotle Atari was the waiter, waiter. slash um, guy who killed Indianapolis Bones. Yes, so the first part of the sketch is literally just about splitting a check and who ordered what, and Owen Wilson had ordered like 90% of the things, and they were getting increasingly weird. Um, lots of alcohol, and it gets to the point where he's like, is anyone else blacking out? And then the scene, like, the camera work shifts, and they're like, oh, we know you have the map to the Holy Grail. That's why you're here. And then there were Nazis. And Owen Wilson turns into Dr. Indianapolis Bones, (laughs) and he gets shot by Aristotle Atari. Uh, if that's wrong, whoops. Um... And yeah, it was an ad for Amazon Prime Video. We're still figuring things out. Yeah, I thought it was funny that it was for Amazon. Um, that just kind of checks. Um, it does. But yeah, this was like such a weird... It was two sketches in one, it felt like. Yes! It felt very early SNL in that it's yeah. like, okay, the first 
eight minutes of the scene or the first however much is going one direction and then it just hard pivots to wait what yeah it was getting like really repetitive really driving home the whole bill thing yeah could have been a lot shorter yeah definitely yeah that was a cut for time yep what was your nope of the night yeah so i had a bit of trouble pinning down how i felt about this episode and all the sketches within it (laughs) Um, but I guess my nope of the night would be the funeral sketch. It was just, they kept hitting home this R. Kelly thing, and I was not having it. Yeah. My, yeah, my nope of the night, it, it was between that and uh, mail-in stool samples. <laughs> and, I don't know, mail-in stool samples just, yeah, it didn't really work for me. I just did not like it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, my runner-up was Weekend Update, like, as a whole. Okay. I thought I had, you know, a good variety of things in it. <laughs> and um, there was, you know, the little Norm MacDonald tribute. Yeah. Whatever. I also just realized we forgot to mention that at the end of the episode, there was... Uh, um, I think that said it was dedicated to, or like just they basically it was for Herman. Um, you know, he says Herman Herbert Schloss. Oh God, Herbert Schlossler. Oh no, that's not how you pronounce that. Well, they didn't pronounce it for us. So they didn't. No, Herb. <laughs> Um, who I guess pitched or helped pitch the show, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, I, goddamn. Uh, my runner-up would have been my runner-up was the cold open. I liked that we saw so many people involved in it. I thought it was also really interesting to see James Austin Johnson so much, yeah. so immediately. He did great. Um. Your favorite? My favorite of the night was within Weekend Update. It was Pete Davidson. Okay. Doing his bit on his Met Gala appearance. Nice. Very nice. Okay. I can understand that. Yeah. Uh, My favorite was Star Trek Ego Quest. Oh, yeah. And I was enjoying it, and then Mikey Day's uh, Elon Musk just pushed it over the top. I loved it. That was hilarious. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, that's... It for the show. Um, right now, so we are almost done covering season two in the off weeks of like the current season plus next summer. And we are trying to decide what uh, <clears throat> we are trying to decide what season that we should cover next. We have a poll over on Twitter. Go vote. Uh, it is uh, yeah. the four choices are season three, which is 1977 to 78, season 16, 1990 to 91, season 25, 99 to 2000, or season 32, 2006 to 2007. Uh, and you can also, you can find us on all of the major podcast platforms wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, and review. And we're on social media at Sat Night High Pod, Twitter, Facebook, Reddit, and YouTube. Night is spelled N I T on Twitter. 
We have a website, satinnighthighpod.com, and you can reach us at satinnighthighpod at gmail. Yeah, and until next week, happy Happy (laughs) highs!